Welcome to 12 Minutes of Dauntless Commentary on Widely Unaccepted Truth from God's Word. Hang on to your Bible. I am Elsie Breeden, and this is Audaciously Unpopular. So, have any of you guys ever, like, started a new exercise routine? Maybe you started going to the gym or you just tried to add maybe 15 minutes to your yoga workout, or you hold that plank a little longer, or you increase the incline on a treadmill or an exercise bike, any of those things, do you know what it means when it starts to burn? You start feeling that burn because the muscles that you are pushing, that you're requiring so much of, they're not as strong in that moment as you're pushing them to be. You're saying, do this and they're saying no i'm not ready for this but the more that you exercise and the more you stay consistent in in that little bit of movement that little bit extra that you're adding the more consistency the more strength and as your strength increases that burn starts to decrease a little bit and if you just stay level if you reach a plateau and you're just like this is as strong as i'm going to go this is as as much cardio as I can stand, this is this is as high as I'm going to go. I'm going to just just level it right here. And you quit increasing the weight or the length of time or the incline or the whatever it is that you're increasing to get to that level. When you when you plateau and you decide this is as far as I'm going to go, that burn eventually disappears because your muscles have adapted to what you have required of them. And so the burn begins to disappear and in its place is strength but there's no burn anymore because it takes effort increased effort and an increased challenge to feel that burn again you have to add more you have to walk a mile further you have to do an extra five minutes on the plank you have to do something to feel that burn again because the longer you do this the easier it gets Now, hang on, don't turn me off yet, okay? I am not here to talk about your exercise routine and your exercise habits, okay? Well, not your physical ones anyways. I want to talk about your spiritual habits. How long has it been since you felt the burn? Have you felt that spiritual burn lately? That that pressure to trust a little more than you did before, that pressure to let go a little more than you did before, that burn in your heart that when when you know God is convicting you of something, to change something, to develop something, to act in a gift that you haven't acted in before, that little nudge, you know what I'm talking about, right? How long has it been since you felt that? Or have you gotten to that plateau place in your spiritual life where you're like, Okay, I can do this. This is easier now. I've got this down and I'm good here. You don't feel the burn anymore. I know I've mentioned this podcast before that I've been listening to with Tara Lee Cobble in the Bible Recap, but she made this statement uh, several weeks ago and it just stuck with me and I made a note of it. She said, walking with God requires increasing amounts of obedience and trust. Walking with Him. So if, if you take that to heart, then you start to think, and evaluate if I'm not feeling the burn, if I'm not feeling the pressure to obey, if I'm not feeling the pressure to trust a little bit more, to obey him a little more fully, then am I growing spiritually or am I just 
stagnant where I am. Now, there's there's a story behind this statement, and I want to share it with you today. If you go to Exodus 14 and Joshua chapter 3, we're going to see a great example of this statement that walking with God requires increasing, requires increasing. I want y'all to remember that, okay? So in Exodus chapter 14, we find the Israelites and they are about to cross the Red Sea. And God's instructions to them in Exodus 14, 15 through 18 are for them to stand still at the water. And he tells Moses to raise his rod over the water. And when Moses does that, God parts the sea. And there is a dry path in the middle of the Red Sea and all of the Israelites go across it. Great, right? They had to have faith in that moment to step in there and trust that the walls of water on either side of them were not going to fall down. And they did, and they passed the test, and they obeyed fully in that moment, and they trusted God, and God brought them through. Fast forward 40-some-odd years later, and in Joshua chapter 3, we find a new generation of Israelites. And this time, instead of standing at the Red Sea, they are standing at the Jordan River. And again, there's this body of water that they must cross. And they've heard the stories, no doubt, of how God parted the Red Sea. And they just stood on the banks and God just made it happen. And there was a path in in the middle of the sea. And all of their fathers and grandfathers and mothers and grandmothers, everyone just walked across the sea on this dry path in the middle. And so now they're standing at the Jordan and they have obedience and they have faith. They have the concepts that they were raised with, that they were taught to some degree. We know they were back and forth a lot, but that's not what this podcast is about. So they're standing at the Jordan River and the instructions that come down through Joshua, who is now the leader of the Israelites, the instructions that come down through him from God are a little different because this time God says, have the priests to carry the Ark of the Covenant and step into the water. And once they are all standing in the water, then the water will move. Once they're all in the river, once they're all in this flooded, overflowing river, then the water will part. Do, you, do y'all see this? Do y'all see what's happening here? There's a little more obedience required and a little more trust required The second time around when they're facing the Jordan than there was at the Red Sea because walking with him requires that. It requires a, a continuous conviction and challenge to obey more fully, to serve more humbly, to go after him with more focus and more desire than before. It's a burn. And if we haven't felt that burn, then are we pursuing him? Are we going after him? Because he doesn't leave us where he found us. He doesn't leave us. Even if, even if we've walked with him for 20 years, he's not content to leave us where we are today. He's, he's walking on and he wants us to go with him to these increased levels of trust and obedience. And that comes with knowing the father. That comes with getting to know him. It comes with that relationship, cultivating that relationship and knowing who he is, knowing that he is faithful and trustworthy and not 
just that that's something the preacher says or that's something I heard on the radio, but I know this for myself. I know him to be peace. I know him to be fulfillment. I know him to be a friend when no one else is around. I know these things for myself. And when we know him like that, then our obedience and our trust begins to to increase. It, it goes hand in hand. And so here's my challenge for you today. If you have not felt the burn in so long, maybe that you're not even sure what it feels like anymore. Maybe you've just been coasting. Maybe you've been you've been keeping up with your study habits and your and your prayer life, but it's been the same level. It's been at the same pace. It's been at the same routine for a long time now, and it's just gotten easy. And now it's second nature. Or maybe you're serving in some capacity in your local church, and you just do it without thinking, and you do it without prayer, and you do it without intense focus on doing things for the glory of God because you've gotten used to it. Your muscles have increased in strength. Your spiritual muscles, your spiritual maturity has increased in strength, and now this comes easy for you. Think back for a minute when you started those things, when you started working in those gifts, when you started witnessing at that rate, when you started doing those things, did you feel that burn? When you first stepped on the stage to sing, when you first walked up to somebody to greet them at the door and love on them, when you first did those things, did you feel that burn of, I've got to do this as unto the Lord? This is to glorify God, and I'm not qualified in this moment. Do you remember that burn? We can't, we can't afford to just coast in this Christian life. There is so much more to learn. There's so much deeper to go in God and in His Word. There's so many more people who need us to keep going to put a little bit more effort in, a little bit more prayer time, a little bit more study time, a little bit more emphasis on sharing the wondrous love of Jesus. There's so many people who are needing us to strengthen ourselves in the Lord, to get up and begin to run, run a little harder, run a little farther, put a little more effort in. This is not the time to quit. If you haven't felt the burn, get up and start running after him until you feel it as the deer pants after the water brook. So my soul longs after you. It is not time to quit, friend. It is time to run until you feel the burn again, until you feel the pressure of the Spirit of God inside of you, wanting to speak through you, wanting to use you in so many different ways that you're not comfortable in. It's the burn of His Spirit. So don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give in and don't be satisfied Do not be satisfied with where you are because this is not the end. The Bible is full of verses that talk about seeking the Lord with all of our heart. In Psalm 63, 1, it says, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Do you feel the burn? Do you feel it?